Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. I'm your host Ashwin. I'm joined by DJ. We are back after a little bit of a hiatus. DJ, we had a lot of episodes and a lot of content through the World Cup and I think everybody needed a little break. Uh, so we're back. Let me start by saying welcome to all our new subscribers on YouTube. We've had a nice little bump thanks to the World Cup. It's been great to add all of you to the Edges and Sledges Cricket family. Nisha, how are you doing? I think while I was taking a break, you were watching every ball of this T20 series in the hunt for redemption. But how are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. 4-1. Uh, India, I guess... 4-1 and what? Uh, is this the B team or is this now our A team? I don't know. Meaningless bilateral 4-1? You're still excited about it? As Varun said famously on the last episode, it's the bilateral series that keep our podcasts going, right? <laughs> I mean, that's I, mean I was thinking true. about it the other day and I messaged you guys. I said, what if India had won the ODI World Cup? Like, what would we have to talk about? It would be, yeah, the end, I mean, right? Yeah. Now. So then we talk about the next one. I don't know. I would still rather have less things to talk about in a trophy in our hands than more things to talk about in no trophy. Yeah. But anyway, but it's, six it's months still... in, six months on, six months from now. There's a T20 World Cup and this is the build-up to it. It comes thick and fast. There's no time to really, uh, I guess, nurse your heartbreak for too long because cricketing circus carries on. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? The circus has just been going, right? I want to talk a little bit about the five T20s. To be honest, I didn't watch quite as much. I watched today's because it's Sunday morning. It was great, but didn't watch too much of it. I just, I think my brain, my, my heart needed a little bit of a break. So didn't watch too much. It was nice to see the crowds full though. And then, yeah, DJ, let's talk a little bit about the squads that have been announced after that for the South Africa series, which is going to be exciting, which I'm really pumped for. I'm ready for some for some red ball. And then we'll talk about the, the you mentioned just the, just the fun, the chaos that is the world of cricket includes the IPL retentions and trades and auctions. And for those of you who've been following the news, this feels probably like a long time ago now. But given that we didn't do an episode last week, we'll talk a little bit about the circus of Hardik Pandya, Cameron Green, Mumbai, Bangalore, Gujarat, etc. And so, your favorite players, don't forget Shardul and Manish Pandey, both being released by the Delhi Capitals. And Umesh, man. That. And Umesh. Umesh <laughs> is also up there for me on my top players. I mean, Shardul's not actually. But all right. Let's talk about the T20 series. DJ, you just, do you want to just give our listeners the quick rundown? We obviously won't go through every single game, but five five matches, 4-1, a couple that went pretty close. Um, Glenn Maxwell heroics again. I mean, it just... Let's talk. Yeah, where do we start? This, this uh, kicked off, what, three days after the World Cup final? Mm-hmm. So you had three full days of, of mourning allowed before on Thursday of that week. Uh, the first of the T20s came along and uh, after all the hate that Surya uh, poor guy got for the World Cup knock, uh, not really his fault because no one else really scored any runs, but um, he then just turned on his his T20 mode and, and went completely beast. He scored 80-odd. 80, 80 Rinku Singh, I mean, what a guy. He is... Has he- has he cemented his spot kind of as India's T20 finisher? So we'll talk about that cement- because obviously okay. the big guns Rohit and Kohli were not playing and they haven't played a T20 since 170 for zero or one, whatever that, that scoreline was against England in the semi-final of the T20 World Cup. And to get ahead of it, they've they've asked for time away from the white ball cricket in the tour of the of South Africa. So they won't be playing 
uh, anytime soon, basically. But yeah. yeah so, but, but, but what is the plan there? I mean, are they going to come back just for the T20 World Cup? Are they going to pull a Ben Stokes effectively? Just the other way Should around? Should we rename this podcast, What is the Plan There? I feel yeah. like that sentence is something we've said so <laughs> many times when we're talking about Indian cricket. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, because Keep I think Rohit has been uh, asked to continue as as a white ball captain as well as red ball captain. Uh, mm-hmm. Rahul Dravid, who we briefly touched upon last time, has I think accepted an extension to his yeah. contract as well, but we don't know for how long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but neither of these guys are actually playing in this is in this uh, series, which is fair. I mean, they've had a pretty grueling and pretty emotionally draining World Cup campaign, right? So, but that still means they haven't played any T Twenty cricket since mm-hmm. um, India got knocked out. T Twenty international cricket. They played the IPLs. Um, so the likes of a Ruturaj who scored a hundred in this series. I'm not going to go through each of the games because it's yeah, yeah yeah. Let's just talk about highlights. Yeah. So Ruthu scored a hundred after getting some criticism for a slow fifty in one of the games. Mm-hmm. That was ironically the game that he got overshadowed by Maxwell's crazy innings of of a hundred, yeah. uh, just doing maxi things. Did Ruthu show you that he can play? He can be a good T20 player, or does he? And this is a loaded question that I'm going to ask for a one line response. But is he? the old world of ODI players trying to play T20 or did he show you that he can be he can do both so he's been a consistent IPL player mm-hmm. but he's he plays the anchor even in the 100 that he scored he was going at a runner ball for for some time yeah. or just above a runner ball for some time the question for Rituraj in my mind so I'll just go through all the players it's much easier mm-hmm. that way Yashasvi I think had a middling series but he was he was given a Mandate just go out and smash like every ball, yeah. and he just went after it. And that's fine. That comes off, doesn't come off. I quite and like I think that. he's lefty and has the ability to yeah. to hit. And so I think he's actually he actually he did pretty well for himself. Yeah. Even though the nets of the series was mid. Yeah, and you look at his go, uh, strike rate, and it it'll be like over one hundred and fifty. I'm sure for the series one seventy four point six. Yeah. So that's that's his role, yep. and he played yep. his role. So I have no yep. complaints against that. Rutu, the question for me is: Is he the best anchor that we have? Because if you've got a Rohit in the team and you've got a Kohli in the team. Yeah. But if you look, I'm trying to think, do you know how old Ruthu is? Um, if you look beyond, he's 26. So if you look beyond this next World Cup, mm. does, you know, Rohit's actually come out on the record and said things like, T20 cricket should not need an anchor. Everybody should go, you know, like everybody should be playing fearless cricket, I think was his expression. But, mm. you know, obviously implying we should hit more. And then... Kind of linked to the Ruthu anchor question. Sorry, I'm jumping around around a lot. But did one one middle order batsman today who came back in just for the last two matches of the series? Did he step up and say, "Actually, I'm a better anchor who can also accelerate"? And I'm talking, of course, about Shreyas. But yeah, sorry, walk me through. No, Shreyas is a he had a good knock today. Tough pitch, yeah. uh, played spin well, uh, got a crucial fifty, which I think Arshdeep said at the end was helped them get twenty above par, which seemed to be a little bit of an odd comment. Yeah, we got like one sixty. I mean, um, it was not wrong, and we won. So. Yeah, by six runs. Uh, yeah. So, so Australia uh, got fourteen above par. Too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and those were the fourteen runs Arshdeep gave away in his first over. <laughs> so, yeah. um, no, I mean, it's a difficult one because I don't think he did himself any harm. He didn't score any runs in the fourth game. He scored runs today. Yeah. Uh, but the question is, you've played. T20 cricket in a certain way for a while, it hasn't worked. You've got to semi-finals, you've got to a final, you haven't won. Is it just time to change the approach? Is it time to just have 
uh, youngsters in there like the Rinkus, like the Jiteshes, who had a, who had a, I like Jitesh. I mean, he had a nice little knock in in, in the fourth uh, T20. So, what was the thinking on Kishan getting a break? Is it hey, we know Kishan's T20 and or white ball chops. We just let's try out Jitesh. Let's yeah. give him a shot. I mean, he's obviously. Got some had some IPL success. He's but also 30 years old, different, right? right? He doesn't bat up the order like yeah, Kishan. Yeah, so he can play that finisher role. So I quite liked that. I quite like that. So if Kishan opens the batting or bats three or something, yeah, then and, and I, I love the Jitesh decision. I think well deserved. He's great, but he is thirty, right? So what's the what is the plan there? <laughs> yeah, to keep asking the question. But no, it's a good question. You don't have the likes of Rahul. Either mm-hmm. he'd, he'd put up his hand saying, I want to play some T20 cricket. Because they can if all I'm play. If I'm going to play right? a keeper who can bat at five, who's in his 30s, you play Rahul, right? Yeah, I don't know. Probably but but Jatesh, I, I liked his finisher uh, touch, Yeah, I yeah. guess. Uh, Sky, just Sky, I mean, he's a different player in T20 cricket, right? And I don't know why that is. Maybe he's got, he bats higher up the order, so he's got more confidence in what comes after mm-hmm. him. So he plays with mm-hmm. a bit of a freer mind. He looked in great form. I'm just like, if you just flick the switch one you game what, earlier. Did you hear what Matthew Hayden said to Gavaskar early on? When Sky was running well, Gavaskar said something like, how do you stop this guy? He's unbelievable. Hayden said, tell him it's an ODI World Cup. <laughs> It's a good life. It's a good life. Thank no, you. there's been some great uh, chat from the Aussies. I have to say. I mean, I've quite, I've quite enjoyed some of the mm-hmm. comments that have come out of late. I was telling you guys as well. Like, this seems like more of the Aussie team of old. A little bit without the abuse, but that arrogance and like uh, kind of cockiness is, is coming back. Because there was one comment after Maxwell got his hundred. Matthew Wade, I think, said. Yeah, he had to give away those 30 runs in that last over yeah. just so that he could get to his 100. <laughs> like, what? I mean, I mean, imagine losing a series 4 1 and saying shit like that. Right? No, 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 but he said it after they won that game. I know. I'm with you. I actually think the Australian arrogance kind of coming back is good for the, good for the game. It's good for as us I as well because we don't yeah. then, like, we have no ambivalence about it anymore. Like, yeah, exactly. You You're can mad hate that. them unreservedly almost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DJ, we're gonna, we, there's a comment coming in from Dare Imperial on YouTube, which just says, we need players who can anchor if needed, not mm-hmm. players who are anchors by default. And Cole can is the last one we can switch, keep yeah. once he's done. We better move to better versions of players for T20s. Uh, what, what is your take on kind of that? Like is a Rutu and, or a Shreyas an anchor by default who can hit a little? And who is an example maybe of a hitter by default who can anchor if needed? I guess Kishan is the other way. He did that in the Pakistan game. Yeah, uh, yeah, in the Asia sure Cup, if you remember, or, or, or Rishabh, to be honest, is a good example of someone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, can Rishabh, buckle down. Rishabh is is a good example. He's he hasn't been. In, we haven't talked about him for quite a while now, haven't we? But he must be more working more, on his fitness. More and more Insta posts and stuff coming out about him in the gym, and that's pretty exciting. But yeah, I mean, it's been nearly a year, right, that he mm-hmm. had his accident. So uh, hopefully, we'll be. Back to being the Rishabh Pant show pretty soon. I don't know whether it's going to be recovered well enough in time for a T20 World Cup. It it has a different demand on the body as well, the T20 game. But what yeah. I would like to see and where I would like to have seen this gone, Shivam Dubey didn't play, I think. Mm-hmm. Washington Sundar didn't play, I think. So no, we're, and we're I'm not just doing like, anything with this order. And by the yeah, way, Tilak played three. Tilak's the one option who can bowl yeah, and played three, didn't yeah. really do very well. I, I like Tilak though. He played his role. He's a guy who can actually do both pretty well because I think his default is to score runs quickly. Like I think he got off the mark in one game with a six. Yeah. But he's got the game to be able to 
go through it. But you need to play these guys more and more. I mean, it, it was it was okay. What I'm also slightly confused about is the bowling. Like, so let's talk how what maybe marks out of ten kind of Avesh, Mukesh, Arshdeep, and then of course, I mean, if you give low marks to. Ravi and Akshar, I'd be, I'll be confused. But yeah, no, no, I mean, but, Ra- uh, Ravi Bishnoi, I think, was a standout. I, I don't so know whether he's a top wicket taker or not. If Ravi is, guy, but. is your first name or part of your first name, and you're a spinner for India, you're just going to be great. Like, should we play Jadeja, Ashwin, and Bishnoi all together? One and Ravi Shastri as a, as the commentator. I mean, that's a different generation. <laughs> but I mean, how good was Bishnoi this series? Just, he was, I think he, he picked excellent. up a wicket in his first over four out of the five games. Mm. Or he only played four games, didn't he? He didn't play the fifth game. So no, he played. Yes, he played today. No, no, he, no. I think he missed. Didn't he miss one in the middle? No, anyway, maybe he played all five. But he picked out a wicket in the first over yeah. four times. But absolute, absolute standout man. Like he was, he's hungry. He's displaced Chehel in that T Twenty squad, which mm-hmm. raised a few eyebrows. Mm-hmm. I like his attitude. He's aggressive. He's. I like him with the bat as well. He's. We've seen a little bit of, and he doesn't mind sacrificing his wicket at the end. He goes for that second run. He's got some smarts about him. He got Travis Head today with a googly, which was brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's been the difference maker for me, along with Akshar. I mean, maybe there's a part of that which is the Australians didn't really know how to play the spin uh, that well. They sure. kept swiping across the line, and they just picked them off one by one. But the point is for someone like Vishnoi. Australia knows they have someone like Zampa, right? Even mm. if he has an off day or an off couple of series, you just stick by them. Don't Just don't switch. Keep mm. switching yeah. people one after the other in the lead up to a big tournament. And that paid off for Australia in that World Cup. As you saw, first two games, he had two off games. Came in for the third game under pressure. And look where they ended up. I think he was one of the top wicket takers in the, in the T20. So now you're six months away. You need to start backing the players that you want to play. Bumrah, absolute given for me. I don't know if Shami makes a T20 uh, team. He's bowling brilliantly. Maybe he does. Arshdeep, I think, sits behind them. But then Mukesh and Avesh, I don't know where they go. And of course, Hardik Pandya is Mukesh had a good outing today, but is that enough for you to... Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think Mukesh and Avesh would be on my plane to... And you you didn't mention Prasid. He had, a couple pretty, of he had days. a pretty awful yeah, yeah, yeah. game I mean, against Maxi at the end. He picked up some wickets in the in the games he played, but yeah, again, a lot of middling kind of performances, mm-hmm. right? From the from the quicks, if you will. Yeah. So my question, and it's always been the question that I've asked on this show and to you, Ashwin, as well, is we seem to be persisting with the plan of having specialist batters, specialist bowlers, and then a couple of all-rounders. Unlike the very, very successful teams in this format in the past, the West Indies, for example, and England, which won the last one, we've got like Sam Curran, Moin Ali, Ben Stokes, uh, Liam Livingston. I can keep naming one all-rounder after another, right? And back in the... Yeah, and they're the bowlers even. Adil, Rashid, Markwood, they can all bat. Yeah, like they, they can all bat, right? Yeah. Like, so Mukesh can't hold a bat. Avesh can't hold a bat. <laughs> like, what? Like, yeah. But what is the plan with that? And... You have to, there must be some data, there must be some analysis done. But but Shivam Dubey not playing, like, what is he in the squad for? Yeah. Why haven't you yeah. tried him out enough? Is he not good enough for you? Shardul Thakur, of course, he was in the World Cup squad, but played two games. Why, If you want to have players that you think are good enough for test cricket and can hit the ball hard, why not give Shardi a, a shout? Or, or somebody else that 
you think is going to be good enough a seam bowling all-rounder ashwin i don't know name me two seam bowling all-rounders that could make the team other than hardik pandya yeah so deepak chahar is the guy who they tried to back you know he he's batted well in sri lanka before he's batted he's done decent with the bat but then again he went he went home for injury right or was it it was he played a couple of matches I, he did play but i think he may have been injured i don't know i i yeah. haven't but he's so, one name and and but he did he did find his way into the odi squad mm. right which i think is interesting and the t20 squad so for south yeah, africa for south okay. africa so okay. anyway and what's the other name so say pandya's injured you've got one deepak chahar can you give yeah, I me mean, one more team bowling all rounder like you said it's just dubey Yeah, and what about Washington Sundar? What is he? What, what, yeah. what is he just there to warm the bench? Yeah, what's the what's the plan for him? Like, yeah, what are but we, doing? we won this series, so that I don't know. Maybe I was the only one watching it, but then <laughs> I think you think I'm the only one who watched it. But you won the series. Why not give him a game in the last last match? So how does that? How do you reconcile that with the let's persist with spinners, right? If you're really backing Bishnoi and Akshar, who they wanted to, then you bring in Sundar for the last game. That doesn't. Really yeah, but you're not swap. The... But you're not swapping in a like for like, right? You're not tell. You're tell. You're still telling mm. Vishnu you're number one leggy. You're you're still the number one risky for us. You're not saying Chahal come in for the last game, which is which is different. The vibe yeah. is different, right? But talk you, you do quickly, need to balance that. I think. Talk to me quickly about Akshar then, right? You mentioned you're disappointed with some of the bowling. As we go to the West Indies and the US, and I, uh, it's a little tricky to say what US wickets will do because there hasn't been all that much. Uh, <laughs> professional top level cricket but in the west indies spin spin will should work right and so if you think about that shreyas probably came in for that reason because he maybe maybe a best player of spin in t20s and he showed that today and then an akshar and yet jadeja is now the t20 vice captain and so what what are you thinking about that type of like is it have they accepted saying we won't we don't have seeming all rounders but at least for next year spinning all rounders are are key Yeah, but you've you've left out Akshar, right? Who's who we were talking before the World Cup as somebody who could yeah, actually but, played alongside Jadeja as well. And so he showed not only that he's a he's a quality bowler, which we've known, but he batted pretty well this series too, both the both the last couple of matches. So, so what is your take? What's the assessment on Akshar Patel? I do feel a bit for him to be honest, because mm-hmm. he's different from Jadeja, but we've fallen into that trap again of like left arm spinner that can bat. Mm-hmm. That's it. And we'll just have one of them. And Jadeja is a better Akshar, a much better Akshar. But they are different, and they bring different things to the to the game. To be yeah. honest, so um, I would have liked to see him in the squad. There may be a world in which you would actually play an Akshar, Jadeja, and Bishnoi. Mm-hmm. You've also got Kuldeep waiting in the wings. I don't know what he's up to. Uh, is he in the squad for the ODIs and the T20s? He's in the squad for the T20s and the ODIs. Yeah, both. All right, yeah, so DJ. Why don't we? Tough. So, we've congratulations four one exciting, great, all that. We are about a <laughs> week away, crazily enough. We're exactly, yeah, exactly one week away from the team arriving in South Africa and playing the first of three T twenty matches there. Let's take a really quick break. We'll come back and we will talk about the squads and then talk about IPL to wrap up the episode. Welcome back to the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. You've just heard us talk a little bit about the T20 series between India and Australia. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. It's great to, to see you all in. We're more lots of chat comments coming in. It's hard for me to keep up with all of them, but thank you for sending them. We we always 
read and try to respond to as many of them as we can. So we started talking about it, but DJ, let's talk about the squad and let's start with the T20s, right? So as a whole, couple headlines, right? No Rohit, no Virat. They asked to be to get a break from the white from the white ball leg, uh, which is which is interesting. The T20 specifically, no Shami, Bumra, Siraj. Oh no, Siraj is playing. Sorry, so no Shami and Bumra. So you know, a lot of the guys you mentioned, I'll run through the quad quickly. But Yashasvi, Shubman Gill, Ruturaj, Tilak, and Sky at the top of the order. Sky keeps the captaincy. Then you have Rinku, Shreyas, Kishan, Jitesh, and then you go Jadeja, who has vice captaincy. Sundar, Bishnoi, Kuldeep. So Sundar playing again, Bishnoi and Kuldeep, like we mentioned, and then Quicks rounded out with Arshdeep. Siraj Mukesh and Deepak Chahar. So, so we talked out. a little bit about So Avesh is out. And again, no, no Shami, no Bumrah. In South Africa, no, so, so really, unless Chahar can bat it's eight, maybe seven or eight, no, no quick bowling all around option. How do you option? How do you feel overall about that? And I think somebody said in the comments, but there's less than 10, 10 matches to go in this format. Of course, IPL is a huge. The factor in selection, but yeah, what is what is your take on the selection of the D20 squad? Uh, I think you've got your bases covered, but I don't mm. know whether it'll tell you a lot to be honest, because the pitches in South Africa are going to be quite different from. Well, let me actually also ask you: Is it, do you buy into the strategy that at this point you should be playing the eleven that will play the World Cup? And is there no, a world where no, there's a long okay. way to go? I mean, okay. th- this time I mean it in a way which not like the Rohit Sharma. Not which, the ironic, like, We don't yeah. care about it. We're yeah. going to plan. Yeah. I think because there's an IPL that intervenes, mm-hmm. so much can change because players' bodies need to hold up for firstly two months. We're going to be quite tired if you've played IPL all through. When does it start? March and Ma- April. End of March. And now that the World Cup schedule has started, has come out, it, yeah, it's going to be pretty, pretty clearly the finals will be like three or four days before the. Uh, somehow the finals will be three or four days before the World Cup kicks off. So we know that the players are not going to get a lot of break, etc. But yeah, so I guess for me, DJ, I don't know if we should be playing the exact squad. I don't know if we need to play the exact squad that we will play. But I do think we want to start to give some sort of cohesion and get get the teams humming, if you will. And I just don't see that necessarily with the Virat Rohit question. And then, of course, Bumrah and Shami. Like, what's the point of playing a Mukesh and an, so that's the part I, I really struggle with. You know, similar at the top of the order, you have Ruturaj. Uh, you have interestingly, I don't think I see Gil coming back into the ODI squad, which is very interesting. So if I'm yeah, so Gil, Ishan Kishan, and Sky have been rested in ODIs, which is interesting. Ruturaj, Sai Sudarshan, Rajat Patidar, Tilak Parma, Rinku Singh, and Sanju Samson all made the cut. Uh, and then from a bowling standpoint, they've brought in, they've kept in Arshdeep, Mukesh, Chehel, and Cheher, uh, while Bumrah Siraj and Shami rested. So, DJ, I was just running down the ODI squad. What is your take on the fact that after the, while despite playing the T20s, no Gil, no Kishan, and no Sky in the ODIs? Hey, let me ask, by, let me start by asking, is this the end of the road for Sky in ODIs? It's a long way to go, right? How many times have we said that? No, before? 27, he'll be 38. Yeah. And it's, I think so. You've got to look okay. to the future. You've got to look to people who can play that finisher role. I mean, Rinku Singh, for example. If you want a yeah. T20 guy who can hit, already bat six, Rinku's your guy, right? Yeah. At the yeah. Right now, at the moment, we're talking Rinku and we haven't talked much about him, but he's 
he's been compared with the likes of Dhoni by Sky himself. And you're like, this guy's played like five matches. Yeah, but there is something to be said about the high impact type matches playing in the IP, in the IPL, the last over heroics and stuff. I mean, so yes, it's not he hasn't doesn't have the longevity that an MS had before he got that status. But I mean, yeah, he has shown that he has the chops, which you have to give him credit for. Any uh, other surprises to you? On, yeah, any other surprises for you on the ODI squad? Do you think, you know, yeah, Sai Sudarshan, I know for me, I think he's 100% likely to be in India's setup for the future, mm. uh, in ODI setup for the future. Mm. He's an outstanding talent. But, and then Rajat Patitar, Tilak, and Sanju Samson. Sanju Samson not making the cut for T20s, but back in for ODIs. Kind of, <laughs> What's what, the logic there? What is the plan there is my question again. <laughs> <laughs> just call it what is the plan there. No, I don't know. Hashtag, I don't know what to say. About what is the plan. Um, but honestly, Ashwin, I'm, and maybe this is a controversial statement to make, but the next T20 World Cup, uh, the next ODI World Cup is four years from now, right? Yeah. Frankly, I don't really care about that leg of the game <laughs> or, or of the tour. I'm looking forward to the T20s because it's relevant for mm. the upcoming T20 World Cup. And of course, I'm looking forward to the test because we've never won a series over there. So the ODI is just like by the by. I mean, they've just got to fill the schedule, I think, with stuff. So yeah. So why are we playing three ODIs, three twenties, and only two tests? Like, so I think this is firstly they want to play the T twenties and ODIs first to get mm. people acclimatized and adjusted to the conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Because of course the BCCI holds all the power, right? And uh, yeah. we never really do that well in South Africa. We seem to do a bit better once we've played there for a little while. Uh, the last time we won the first test, lost the next two tests. Uh, this time, I think they want to give people more time on the ground. Yeah. Uh, and then hopefully win the test. I don't know why there are only two test matches. I think it's probably because of the... Uh, it's probably got to do something with the uh, with the scheduling. Plus, it's going to have to do with... I think we play England in five test matches now. Yeah. So yeah. Five tests it's, it's money. January. It's broadcast rights. Yeah. It's the big three dominating cricket, but that's nothing. No, no, and that's it might new. actually be it might actually be that given that it's a percent of available points and all that for the WTC playing five tests against South Africa in South Africa may be bad for us strategically. <laughs> like you don't want to have too many you don't want to have too many chances to drop points. And win five percentage. Tests. Yeah, it is a win percentage. Yeah. So if you yeah. if you lose uh, one out of two, that's 50% down. Uh, right now, isn't yeah. Bangladesh topping the charts after their win against New yeah. Zealand? Pakistan and Bangladesh are top two right now. I mean, how great would that be as the WTC, WTC Not final? great, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I right. mean, Salman Butt was going to become their chairman of selectors or something. I'm like, this guy is a convicted spot fixer. What's he was going to be like a you? consultant or something and within 24 hours, they undid the decision and, and reversed it. It's but absurd. Anyway. Some of the stuff that comes out of that board, man, you're like, wow. All right, DJ, before we wrap this and talk about the IPL, I have to ask you about the big, big selection omission from Test Cricket for the two Test matches. And I'm talking about us embracing a new way of thinking and leaving behind the old. And if you don't get the bilingual joke we're making, Purane or Pujara and Rahane are out. What is your take? Probably the best batter the last time we were in South Africa was Ajinkya. Pujara's shown that on pitches which we could very easily be 15 for three in a test, he's the guy who grinds it out. And yet, as we look for new ways of thinking in the limited over format, we are embracing now 
new ways of thinking in the red ball format instead with the bat at least. What is your what's your take? Roturaj made it, Jaiswal made it, uh, Gil of course, Rahul, Kishan, uh, Siraj, Mukesh Kumar is in that squad. Prasid, uh, what is what is the read on the test squad? So I think firstly we should acknowledge their contribution to Indian test cricket. Of it's of course. I mean the Pujara. Austra- I think he did it probably best in Australia, right? Like, and there are lots of really happy kind of memories of of watching him bat in the 2018 series. Him taking blows for the Indian to team. The body, so yeah, many, so blows many at, at 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 the Gabba. Him and Rishabh Pant batting together, giving people so much joy. Watching like those two two things. Um, and he, he had scored he scored runs in 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 South Africa and I mean everything every sports career is is limited not everybody gets to go out on a high not everybody gets a fair, farewell test match uh, even if you do get a farewell test match some of your old teammates like Mitchell Johnson might question yeah like that's a whole different discussion <laughs> yeah really. Mitchell Johnson questioning David Warner's retirement uh, farewell series or whatever but it is. Sad. I mean, Rahane was the top scorer in the World Test Championship final for India. Uh, maybe he had more to give to the team. Um, but there are only 11 players that can play for a for a country which like churns out batters by by the by the hundreds, right? And if you aren't performing, um, and Pujara was out of the World Test Championship final as well. Remember. Mm-hmm. He didn't play that game. Uh, the, it leaves people with no choice really to than to than to drop you. But also the likes of Hanuma Vihari, where is he? I mean, he did nothing wrong really. Yeah, so, I haven't talked to him. Talk about him for yeah. A while. So I mean, you got to ask me about Karun Nair and yeah, Karun. Yeah. You've you've got to be. It's a privilege to play yeah. for the Indian cricket Absolutely. team. Some of it, yeah. some of it doesn't make a lot of sense. There's obviously a lot of emotion. Rahane uh, led India to one of the most famous victories in the history of Indian cricket in in in. In Australia, only in early what 2021. So it's been yep. it's been a few years since then, and, and yeah. scored a famous Boxing Day hundred. Um, it it's just the way of the world. Life goes on. The lion gets old. Yeah. Stuff happens, man. Like it's 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 sad, but it is probably the right time. It's in start of a new WTC cycle. It's time to reset. It's to look towards the final in 2025. And if they don't see these two guys playing a role in that, it's a fair call, isn't it? I mean, like it's like saying Sky may not play 2027 World Cup uh, ODI because you may have somebody better than us. So you'd rather invest in those guys. These guys have had a great run. They've contributed massively to Indian cricket. We should be thankful to that. But it's um, it is how it goes, right? It's it's yeah, it's um, yeah, sad. And thank you for the memories, guys. Yeah, I mean, really well said. I have nothing to add to that. So, so very, very, yeah, lot to lot to remember, lot to reminisce on. Maybe we should do at some point a tribute episode once they officially when they retire. retire maybe yeah. yeah, they haven't retired, but I think this this is going to be this is going to be a tough pill to swallow for both of them, right? DJ, as we wrap up this week's episode, let's talk a little bit about we go straight from Test cricket and Pujara and Rahane, as we like to do on the Edges Legends Cricket Podcast, to the crazy circus that is the IPL. So. I'll run it, run it down really quick, but within the matter of a few hours' time, we had all the news broke that Hardik was accepting a, I don't know what an all-cash trade is, why don't we just call it a purchase, sort of, a, you know, the players being bought, but an all-cash deal trade to the to go back to his, his you know, 
let's call it original IPL stomping ground in the Mumbai Indians. And then it sort of fell apart. It became like, actually, no, he's not, it's not happening. And then we sort of basically realized, long story short, Mumbai didn't have the cash to be able to do it uh, within the salary cap. Now, I wasn't implying Ambani doesn't have the cash. He has enough cash to do whatever he wants. But within the within the allowed rules, they had then had to let go of Cameron Green, who was a big ticket acquisition for them last year. And in this crazy three-way deal, Cameron, Green's goes to, Cameron Green goes to Bangalore, which is, again, interesting, and I want to ask you about it. Uh, Hardik Pandya comes to, goes from Gujarat to Mumbai, and Gujarat now has the extra money available in their purse. So... What is your what's your take on the reading of what's your reading of that whole situation? It's a little bit crazy, of course. Our, Mumbai has gotten a huge a huge asset in Hardik in the IPL, right? And Gujarat has lost their captain, so Hardik is going from losing a captain position. Gil now gets that position. Like, what, what is going on in this? What, what is going on? Let me just ask you that. It's quite well. Firstly, uh, the Gujarat guys are owned by private equity. So they wouldn't have seen any of the emotion of their captain going or whatever else. Much more financially. Yeah, it's it's more financially probably driven by some spreadsheets. Um, (laughs) Mumbai getting uh, Hartik back is an interesting move. And I think it's because eventually they've realized that Rohit will have to stop being captain. Mm. I would like to see what the dynamic is when he comes into the Mumbai team. Is he going to be vice captain? Assuming he and is. And Hardik right? is thirty already, though, right? So it's not the. I mean, but yeah, he's probably got seven or eight good years of IPL. Yeah, least. which is so which is a lot. Uh, and, and so, so it, Mumbai now reads now goes Rohit, Kishan, Sky, Tilak, Nehal, Hardik, and Tim David. Top seven, absolutely blistering with only one overseas slot used. I mean, that was the strategy. And Bumrah, right? but wanted... Bumrah had made some comments on Instagram about how... Oh, what did he say? I must have did, missed Did it. you see his story? It was like money over loyalty or something? No. Sometimes money said. over loyalty oh, pays. Man. I don't know. Maybe this is fake news. But yeah. um, I mean, what about his ambitions? Yeah. Did he want to lead yeah. Mumbai after yeah. uh, after Rohit? What does he make of all of this, this situation? Um I mean, it's a great acquisition for Mumbai again, right? Like a player like Hardik is actually gold. A guy who can bowl and bat and is local and mm-hmm. can bowl at any stage of the game, can smash, can anchor, can uh, feels used to feel pretty well. I don't know how his feel fitness is holding up, but yeah, uh, the challenge with with Hardik will be to maintain his fitness throughout an IPL. I think at this point, because he's been off injured for so long for the Indian team, yep. I don't know yep. whether it's there'll be that classic tension between the franchise cricket, which comes one month, but not even one month. I'm guessing it's going to end in May sometime. It's going to be less than yeah. a month before the World Cup starts, where mm-hmm. he's supposed to be captain. So, oh, is he going to be captain? Rohit's going to be captain. Sorry, he's going no, to he still not be vice captain, captain. But he might be vice, to your point. But yeah, he's supposed to show up. He's, I mean, he's the biggest ticket purchase now with a massive trade deal and all that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. And yeah, can I mean, he's going to Bangalore? I don't know about that. There's a whole article about why he's gone to Bangalore. Did you read that? No, but what? Let's walk through that. Do we? Did they need him there? So Bangalore again? Maybe it's because they think like like Bombay think like Mumbai thinks Rohit has got one year left. Do they? Does Bangalore think Faf has got maybe one year left? And now they're bringing in an overseas potential future superstar to to fill in. But I mean, if you got Faf, Maxwell, now of course Cameron Green, they they did release. It's important to note they released Hasaranga, Josh Hazelwood. 
Finn Allen, Michael Bracewell, David Willey, Wayne Parnell. So they did. Looks like they're trying to completely re, mm-hmm. reshape their bowling attack. But yeah, what's the, what's your read on Cameron Green? Was he the right fit for them, or have they just basically enabled Mumbai to get a great deal and Gujarat to be ready for to swoop in at an auction? So I think it's, it's not a bad deal for them because they okay. um, they rely a lot on their batting. Cam Green is probably he's handy with the ball, but he can hit hit a big ball at the Chinnaswamy. But they, unlike Mumbai, they will rely a lot on their overseas players, and they always have, from the likes of Chris Gayle, David yep. Villiers, now yep. these other guys that have uh, that are now part of their squad. Um, yeah, so I think an interesting move. He's only done one season with Mumbai, but he came at a massive cost, and so they would have looked at it and said, "Can we get rid of Tim David?" They would probably like to have kept Cameron Green if they could because they have the luxury of having so many like established local players I'd say yeah but um, yeah it uh, it had to be done I guess and RCB were on the lookout they uh, Hasranga had to go because he uh, didn't do well enough at the Chinnaswamy so uh, they, that Hazelwood similarly didn't do well enough yeah. at the Chinnaswamy he did very well in CSK remember but he didn't do well at the Chinnaswamy um and so, yeah, they, I guess they're looking to redo their their bowling. Cam Green's going to be a, a star of the IPL as if he can stay fit. I mean, there he's already done a few pretty special things for the Mumbai Indians, and yeah. maybe he can find a more permanent home in, in RCB. Yeah, so let let me just run down a couple other quick headlines from other teams because as much as this trade has made all the headlines, there's been a lot of other activity going on, right? So Mumbai, the only other things I'd say, Jaffer Archer. Released. I mean, just yeah, just plagued injury. with injuries, not yeah. playing anything. Uh, and then uh, Tristan Tristan Stubbs, who was also seen as a potential batting sensation. I think they've decided with the top seven they have, including Tim David, they don't really need more batting, overseas batting. So I understand that. RCB, the big big changes we discussed, right? Harshal. But let's talk about Harshal really quick. Purple Patel. What, ha- what happened? Where did How has he fallen from grace? We didn't even mention him in the T20 squad selection. Mm. He's now been released from RCB. Now, he will he will put his name back in the auction. He will get a deal, I'm sure. Yeah. But I think yeah, some of these guys, they look to buy back right at slightly lower prices because Harshal Patel would have gone for a much higher price earlier. But he's coming back into the auction at the and set his base at the, min- at the maximum of two crores. Mm. So that's also interesting, right? Mm. He clearly sees his value. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, he was getting paid much more than that at, at RCB, if I'm sure, not wrong. Sure, sure, it must sure, have been yeah. in like the 7 or 8 crore region. So I don't know. Point, it's a math exercise. They might even, even RCB might look to pick him back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah thinks, that's what I'm he, saying. I think they, yeah, sometimes yeah, it, they it. put people back on the market so they can try and get them back uh, a bit better. Uh, Ravin, uh, Sachin, Sachin, no. Rachin Ravindra. It's coming at 50, 50, yeah, so, 50 lakhs. He, so that's very me. interesting. I always find this dynamic very interesting. Either you go really super high on your on your base price and you hope somebody puts in a big bid or he goes like super low. Like Steve Smith has done, right? Steve Smith has now gone back in at 2 crore and you're just saying, what yeah, like, is, or you go in at Russian and look for the bidding and war. have I mean, a massive like, bidding war that just goes out of control. It, it's a yeah. very interesting uh, mindset, I think. I mean, it's a market, yeah. So, all right, let's, let's just keep going here. KKR. Then big big news there was release of Shakib, release of Shardul, release of Lockie. Those are three pretty big names from this side. They've chosen to keep Russell and Narayan, which I think is very interesting. I think they would, you know, those guys are on the on the, the wrong the side real, of their the, real the peak pro, of their the real Purani. 
the real Purani. <laughs> uh, so that so that was a big one. Of course, for Gujarat, we talked. The big news was was Hardik. A couple of other smaller uh, releases they released: uh, Yashtayal, Shivam Mavi, Alzari Joseph, Das and Shanika. So they released a few others. CSK big release, Ben Stokes, right? And while they kept Moin Ali, which to me is not a great move, but I know he had a decent IPL at the yeah, end. Yeah, but also year. I don't think Ben Stokes is he's likely to miss. Yeah, IPLs yeah. to try and so concentrate it, on on cricket. Moin doesn't have all those competing concerns. Sure. So I think Mo, that's not a bad shout from them to say. CSK ben, if you're also, not interested, you can yeah. be. Yeah, you can be off. CSK also released Ambati Raidu, which is interesting because he had a decent season at the end of it, despite not playing really any other form. Has he retired? Oh, I don't know. I don't think he's retired from... Yeah, why would he need to release somebody if he's retired? But maybe no, he hasn't Oh, retired. maybe he technically counts as a release. But I, I, I'm I not, don't know. I'm not quite as up to date. All right, quickly to run this out because we're running out of time. Sunrisers released Harry Brook and Adil Rashid, which was very interesting. I think they, I think Harry Brook is going to get a bid. I think the question is, do they just felt, feel like they over overpaid? So that was a big one. I'm going to wait for Varun to come on the show to comment on Sunrisers because it's his favorite Perfect. team. That's great. Uh, the Punjab Kings, Shahrukh Khan was the big release. Again, mm-hmm. same question, right? They went so big on him last year. Do they think they just overpaid a little and so they would want to swoop him back up, but just wasn't worth um, you know, the, the money. And then from Lucknow, Avesh Khan, right? Despite playing for the country, they let go of him. Also let go of Karun Nair, Manan Vohra, Karan Sharma, Daniel Sams, a few, few of these folks. Um, and then they did trade Romario Shepard in the window to uh, to the Mumbai Indians, so so interesting. They did get in Devdutt Parikal to Lucknow, which is an interesting, you know, from from the Rajasthan. Rajasthan. and yeah, and then uh, Rajasthan did bring in Avesh from from Lucknow, so that does a, a, that was a, get a big trade. Yeah. And then yeah, released Jason Holder, released Murugan Ashwin, released Kuldeep Yadav, Kuldeep with an I, not <laughs> not Kuldeep. our Kuldeep, Kuldeep, Kuldeep Yadav. Uh, released Joe Root uh, and then De- Delhi Capitals I'm surprised I came to them last it's just the order that I had the squads listed in but Rovman Powell and Riley Rousseau both gone right and then amongst some others Chetan Sakarya Mustafizur Nagar Koti Ripal Patel Sarfraz so Phil Salt Sarfraz interesting they'd, get, they'd retained him you remember that Phil Salt yeah Priyam Garg Manish Pandey like a lot of a lot of releases and while keeping the kind of core at one point there were some rumors that Prithvi Shaw was going to be released but they chose to keep him so yeah I ran through that pretty quick DJ before as we wrap any any closing thoughts anything from that list I mean we also should say Travis Head Rachin Ravindra Mitchell Stark Pat Cummins Daryl Mitchell jo- uh, Josh Hazelwood has put his name into but are all going to be in the auction December 19th so maybe next yeah. week we'll do a little bit more of a preview of the auction but yeah how do you feel about the, where the teams are stacking up. I mean, I, I like a Daryl Mitchell type character in the yeah. IPL. Can bowl, can bat, hits a long ball. I would I would like to see him. I think Rachin and him will go for quite a lot. I think the Aussies, the challenge with them sometimes is they pull out of the IPL last minute, which mm-hmm. throws people's plans into disarray. Yeah. I don't want to say it, it's like a... But uh, somehow as, the as Aussies always do get these crazy, these crazy bits, right? Like they, yeah. there seems like there's an... Australian premium, if you will, somehow in the in the IPL. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how the franchises feel. Yeah, but I'm I'm tipping Rachin and and Daryl to get some big big numbers. I I really uh, like Daryl Mitchell as a as a cricketer. Yeah. I think he's he's wholehearted. He hits a great ball. And yeah, I also think you will get you'll see some big bits from Mitchell Stark. 
there's some some interesting debate or rumors going around about I mean with four overseas with three overseas starts left does the Mumbai Indians try to go after them can you imagine Bumrah and start bowling in tandem Oof. yeah like okay. it'll be it'll be very interesting all right DJ I didn't think we had that much to talk about, but uh, that's going to bring us to a wrap for this week. I know you're excited about this. By the time we come back next, I think the first T20 against South Africa would have just happened or will be in progress. And yeah, lots of IPL action coming, lots of build up to the red ball season, a couple of tests and then the five tests against England. So very excited about that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. For those of you who joined us, if you are listening on YouTube, hit that like button. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please hit that subscribe button. We're at one tip, one hand on all the social media. You can find us. We have a Discord channel where there's lots of good chat and engagement. Thank you for listening. This has been the first post-World Cup episode of the Edges and Sledge Cricket Podcast as we build up to the next World Cup in a different format. We'll be back next week. Thanks so much for joining. Mm-hmm.